Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Millennial Investor Podcast. And today we're going to discuss all about the AMC Entertainment and GameStop stock frenzy and what we as investors can learn from it. Since January 27th, everyone from Elon Musk to the United States Security and Exchange Commission have been speaking about a single topic. And this is the highly volatile rally of stocks like GameStop and AMC Entertainment, which large hedge funds have heavily placed their bets against. I never planned to record this podcast, but with the topic so intriguing, it just wouldn't do justice without dedicating an entire episode to it. So on January 27th to 28th, stock prices of heavily shorted companies like GameStop and AMC skyrocketed, increasing by 120% and 300% respectively. This was mainly caused by a pool of retail investors purchasing stocks in high quantities to drive up the price. So various hedge funds place bets against the stock price of companies. This is known as shorting a stock and increases the returns of these hedge funds. These companies are usually in turmoil or have an outdated business model. Other popular short companies include BlackBerry and even Bed Bath & Beyond. Over time, it came to a point where hedge funds were holding heavy shorts on many companies, and amateur investors capitalized on this situation and gathered on social platforms, most notably the Reddit subform name Wall Street Bets, and they pinpointed stocks which they can purchase in return for high gains on them. Now, many of you may be wondering how can you make significant profits by investing in heavily shorted stocks? Before we dive into this question, let me just quickly cover what it means to short a stock. Shorting a stock is when an investor borrows shares and immediately sells them, hoping that he or she can purchase them later at a lower price return it to the lender, and make a profit in the price differential. When you short a stock, you're basically placing a bet that the stock price is going to decrease. And you make a profit when it does eventually decrease, or a loss if it increases. When you purchase a stock the traditional way, it's called holding a long position, where you're placing a bet that the stock price will go up in the future. The reason you can make high gains on heavily shorted stocks is because when a large pool of people purchase shares of a company, which is what happened with these firms, their stock price rises. And then it gets very expensive for the hedge funds to continue to keep a short position on them. As a result, these hedge funds take a long position on these companies and purchase more shares. And it sort of acts like a snowball effect where the hedge funds want the price to decrease, but because so many retail investors are collectively buying these shares, the price just isn't going down. Therefore, to minimize their losses, the hedge funds are forced to buy the shares, raising the prices further. And this concept is known as a short squeeze, which is becoming increasingly common in today's market. To put in perspective how costly a rise in stock price can be to these large hedge funds, the funds which have shorted just the stock GameStop have collectively lost $5 billion. Remember, this is just holding a short position on one stock. We aren't even taking into consideration the funds which have shorted other potential companies. So a rally like this really does affect them, and the hedge funds are honestly forced to perform a short squeeze. Many reports claim that this strategy does seem similar to a pump and dump scheme, 
And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a practice where promoters of a scheme boost the company's share price by spreading false but positive information. The operators of the scheme purchase the shares at a cheap price and they dump it once they've made profits. This is similar to what is happening today because retail investors are actually colluding together and they're purchasing a large bulk of the heavily shorted stocks for instant profits. They're going to sell this in the future and cause a reduction in the stock price. However, as of now, there is not any concrete ruling that GameStop or AMC is a case of a traditional pump and dump. Now, the next question to address is what are the consequences of this trade rally? When stocks of these two companies really started shooting up, various trading platforms like Webull and Robinhood restricted customers from purchasing any further shares. The only options that users had was to hold their stock or sell it, which really drove the prices down. Now, why did trading platforms do this when their users, who are mostly retail investors, could have heavily profited from such a rally? To understand this, we will need to dig a little deeper into understanding how these apps function. I'm sure many of you must have wondered how trading platforms like Robinhood make money without charging any commission. And the answer to that is that Robinhood charges a premium on stock prices and make money through a really controversial practice called payments for order flow. This is basically the benefit a brokerage firms receive for directing orders to a different party once a stock trade is executed. In the case of most trading platforms, they aren't actually the application that purchases a share for you, they're just a broker. And they use clearing firms to ensure the trade is executed. And in the case of Robinhood, that clearing firm is Citadel Securities, and they were responsible for 40% of Robinhood's annual revenue last year. The reason many reports are claiming that large head funds are responsible for this is because Melvin Capital Management, a subsidiary of Citadel, is known for holding aggressive short positions on both GameStop and AMC. Now, this has just come into the microscope of the SEC and Congress. In fact, just a couple days ago, lawmakers such as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ted Cruz stated that they supported an investigation of Robinhood's decision to block purchases of certain stocks. And very soon, the House Financial Services Committee will hold a hearing to examine the situation for anti-competitive measures. This not only harmed retail investors, but even the firms, as they could have gained significant revenue to further grow their company as a result of the stock rally. Many people are viewing this as a sign that traditional Wall Street firms are at war with retail investors and that at the end of the day, they will leverage their financial power and clout to ensure that the top companies' profits are prioritized over retail investors. On the other hand, this whole situation is also a sign of the growing importance of retail investors and how they're actually becoming a force that can command stock prices, at least to an extent. As of right now, all trading platforms have reopened purchase and sales for previously restricted stocks, despite being a limited extent. And just today, many of the stocks are seeing over 50% gain in stock price. Stock rallies of such an extent also have many spillover effects to other assets. 
surges in prices of silver and gold has been recognized as people are using profits made from this into other, more safer investments. In my opinion, this was a huge blunder by Robinhood and other trading applications. As I said before, they charge a premium on stock prices through payments for order flows, and they have faced various fines and backlash in the past for their ambiguous business practices. In fact, just last month, Robinhood paid a $65 million fine to settle a criminal fraud investigation by the SEC. And since they blocked investors from purchasing additional shares, they've come under major scrutiny from prominent public figures and members of the Congress. With all the noise surrounding such situations, it is important to remember that while there is potential in engaging in such rallies, if you do not time your purchase well, it can really harm your financials. So you should only engage in this if you have complete information about the future of the stock and you stay disciplined in terms of when you're going to exit. Because when it comes to research, the hedge funds are spot on with the predictions that these firms don't have any viable business model for the future. You look at BlackBerry, AMC, GameStop, all of them have suffered serious declines in revenue and are honestly in serious distress. Just a glance at their financials and you can learn that as of this year, GameStop's revenue declined 21% and AMC is not even a company that's in profit anymore. You will be much better off investing in companies with a long-term view and investing sizable amounts in them. This would give your portfolio an appropriate amount of risk and solid long-term returns. But like I said previously, if you are confident with your knowledge and stay disciplined, you can go ahead and make use of stock surges of this manner. As of right now, only Congress and the SEC can tell what's in the future for these trading firms. But one thing is for certain, and that is that we're truly in an extraordinary time where the market is functioning like it has never before, which is why you will need strategies and tactics well beyond the basics to succeed in stock market investing. And that will be all for today's episode. Please make sure that you leave a review and tune in next week for an episode covering stock market investment strategies, where we will be joined by an expert in the field of stocks. I hope everyone has a great rest of the day and thank you for listening to today's podcast.